Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Camera Molly Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Camera Molly. So, um, quick reminder for anybody listening or watching this, which is probably very few at this point, but I have a website now. Whoa. Come on, you saw the, the post I made on it. I did, I did, but uh, I don't know how many people know this, though. <laughs> um, this is exciting news. This is legitimacy yeah, um, right here. I'll have the URL to the website um, right about here on the screen. And pretty much, it's where I write articles. It's where I'm going to possibly sell merch. Whoa. And, you know, just... Stuff like that. I I wrote an article on why Aaron Judge is a five-tool player. Yes. That was my first article. I put a lot of work into it. I was up until two in the morning writing it. So I passionately writing about why Aaron Judge is a five-tool player. I mean, I started writing it at like 11. God, my sleep schedule is... Oh my I God. love that because... I mean, it's uh, going to take... These are the things that really matter. Now, I know you go to school and they're, all right, do a book report on this or write about, you know, the Crimean War or something. That doesn't really matter. That happened already. Aaron Judge, five-tool player, Yankees, his future, that matters. That's <laughs> yeah. a, a, And to you writing that, that's the most important thing. Priorities in the world. Exactly. And you worked on that for three hours. And that's why everybody listening now or watching should go and read that. Yeah. And we can find that. What's the website? It's uh, camwoollyshow.com. Oh, I'm going to put it on the screen again. It's same as my I love uh, it. social media handles, same as everything else. I Just, love it. This is becoming a media empire. This yep. is uh, like... Uh, yep. you know, I'm hoping I'm uh, hoping that's what I turn it into. Yeah. If you listened... Jeez, uh, you've been almost going for a year now. I just oh, went, yeah, I went back yeah. to the archives. I think your first show was like January 14th. Um, yeah, we. I gotta get in the studio on that day. We gotta do a special one year anniversary. Oh yeah, for show. sure. But this is like, remember when ESPN flipped on their lights back in whatever 1980 or whatever, and uh, you just saw it was like a beige studio, and uh, there's a weird old school ESPN logo. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it was the neon lights. <laughs> yeah, it was literally like, all right. Uh, welcome to ESPN, and uh, it looked. Uh, it, it, they didn't know what they were doing, and uh, look what happened to them. Yeah. The first ESPN broadcast. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to find uh, the picture. There's like the set. There's the old ESPN logo. Oh, my it just God. Said, it just says the words ESPN in like a maroon oval. It's uh, That's history being made, everybody. Right right there. Um, I'm trying to find if I could find uh, there's like... There's an image like right there. Yeah. Right. Just very, uh, you know, very bare bones. But um, yeah, but now you're talking merch. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking, uh, you know, um, Cam Woolley Show Stadium. You know, <laughs> Cam Woolley Show Stadium. Stadium sponsorship one day. You never know. <laughs> I'm going to buy the Yankees, turn Yankee Stadium into Cam Woolley Show Stadium. You never know. When, uh, you know, when AT&T started, did they think they were going to be sponsoring stadiums or <laughs> DraftKings or, uh, you, know, what, I, you know, whatever? Yes. Yeah. So right on, man. Well, happy new year, everybody! Yeah, happy new year, happy new decade. We have uh, hit the 2020 mark, and we still haven't killed ourselves yet. So we haven't. Good um, job. Some seasons have ended. Some things are beginning. Um, some things we're hoping turn around <laughs> with the new year. Not likely, yeah. but you know, we still hold out hope. Uh, there are playoff pictures. 
uh, in the mix. Yeah, the playoff picture in the NFL There's has hot been... stoves being turned on. Uh, where would you like to start? Uh, I want to start with the thing I actually wrote out for this. Oh, cool. Okay, great. I wrote um, basically something I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, the New York Giants fired their uh, head coach, Pat Shermer. And honestly, I didn't like him. A lot of people didn't like him. Uh, in his two years as head coach, he amassed a 9-23 and record, which... Um, Not acceptable. Which, it's with the not- talent level on offense alone, that is ridiculously horrible. And he was also not a good play caller. He, like, I didn't think anybody could ever misuse the human arcade machine known as Saquon Barkley, but lo and behold, it happened. Yeah. It, um, expected a lot more from him this year. I know you mentioned the word sophomore slump, but... Uh, yeah, under, I did under, mention the word sophomore slump, but... But like, underutilized? For but sure. Then, yeah, but then I realized every single play what like, this is how everything works this is the typical pat Shermer play calling cycle what, first of all when you can predict what calls what what plays a coach is going to call not good on play drive, calling when a fan can telegraph that before the ball is even snapped on first down. Right, and without the benefit of uh, illegal videotaping. <laughs> no, without any Belichick magic. Just when you can predict, and most of the time predict correctly, what plays a coach is going to call, you, first of all, aren't a good play caller. That's most of the reason why Pat Sherman was fired. Right. I swear, it's it's a big cycle with offensive coordinators becoming head coaches. Like, when they were offensive coordinators, they were like, oh, this guy, he built out. I remember with Pat Sherman, was like, oh, he turned Case Keenum into a starting quarterback. Oh, look, at, look what he's going to do with Eli Manning. And sure, Eli didn't put up bad numbers. Um, I personally, if anybody's been listening for a long time, I've been an Eli Manning stan I firmly thought he wasn't the problem, and I still, and even then, I still think next year he can get a starting gig with maybe like the Bears or something like that. Do you think he's going to keep going? Has he announced this yet? I mean, I'm hearing rumors that he's probably going to retire, and honestly, I can't blame him. Like, I want him to retire a giant. I cannot bear witnessing him in another uniform oh, God, i can't even i can't even imagine him in like a bears uniform or, or broncos or i, I can't I imagine or, him in or, any uniform other than the giants honestly I, the colts what do you to the colts <laughs> did the colts have jacoby Brissett? i know i just <laughs> i don't know where where he would go but yeah it would be too weird yeah what yeah. does he have more to prove? He's got a couple rings. He's got a couple uh, Super Bowls, 50,000 yards. He's made over $20 mi- $200 yeah. million. Built a legacy. Um, he's become a... He ascended into godhood in the hardest sports market yeah. in the world. Right. Pulled up so, the impossible. Beat Tom Brady twice yes. in the Super Bowl. Right. On final drives twice, winning MVP twice. twice. Yeah. He's got like, nothing left to prove, uh, and he's got a lucrative career in either acting, broadcasting, I'd love him to become a color commentator. Yeah, me too. Or maybe him starting a podcast with his brother. 
Oh man! Oh my God! Imagine the Manning show. Or all three of them. Oh my God! Eli Peyton and Cooper. Yes. Oh my God! That would be hilarious. Apparently, Cooper was way better at football than every single one of them. Oh, I I would. <laughs> yeah, like growing up, mm-hmm. like like everybody in the house, like Eli Peyton Archie, they all thought. I don't know. This is just what I heard. Don't like take it as no rumor, but sure. Yeah, like take it the way as every single thing I say, and make it go one ear and out the other. <laughs> Yeah, like, sure Archie's still around too, man. Throw him on the podcast. <laughs> Get Archie. I would love that. All four of them. Oh man, they would. They would. <laughs> all they have to do, all they have to do is analyze football for an hour yeah. a week. All they have to do. No, they could just talk. Yeah, it would or be just amazing. Old, old stories. I'd listen to it. Wow, that man. We I, we want credit if that happens. <laughs> yes, we want credit if that happens. That I, that would be amazing. I yeah, would listen I wanna, to that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, I definitely listen to that. Yeah. So, anyways, back to uh, Pat Shermer. Um, personally, as a coach, I did not mind him as a coach, but his play calling was just so egregious. But. He was a oh god. I forgot that. Ah. His play calling was so egregious that even the way he did kind of develop Daniel Jones into a starting quarterback and the quarterback of the future for the Giants, he was still a horrible play caller, and it clearly cost him his job. Right. It's like, there's this thing about offensive coordinators that just never ever pan out as head coaches very few like that is the one that is the one big request i have for the giants this offseason is to just hire a coach that wasn't a former offensive coordinator right. i want a defensive minded coach i uh i just saw an, i i'm trying to pull up the article of uh is there anybody uh you can pick anybody to replace him I mean, Ron Rivera was just scooped up by the Redskins. He was he was my number one choice, but as of right now, I want to stay the hell away from Josh McDaniels. Okay. Because we know how Belichick coordinators pan out <laughs> as head coaches. They, they don't work. Like, we're seeing how Matt Patricia is doing in Detroit. He right. sucks. <laughs> I mean... Like one, that's a tough job, though. You got to work under that the old lady, man. You're under the constraints of the old lady over there in Detroit. Oh my God, I don't know that much about Detroit Lions ownership, but I know that the owner's just uh, just an idiot. Yeah, Detroit, the Redskins, stop meddling, owners. Pay people to do their jobs and just sit back in your suite. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Okay, um. Some can another candidate that I saw. Yes, if he got fired, was Jason Garrett. Right, Dallas Cowboys. And I've been vocal on the show. Hell no, <laughs> hell no. I do not want. Why are you Jason so against Garrett. Jason Garrett? Have you seen, dude? I I want him to stay. I've been rooting for him to stay on the Cowboys. The reason I want the Giants to beat the Eagles. On Sunday was so Jason Garrett could have stayed a cowboy. Right, dude, he's a he's a buffoon. 
It's a buffoon that Jerry Taking Jones. Taking that level of talent and going eight and eight. Yeah. Dude, he had Tony Romo in his prime, <clears throat> Des Bryant in his prime, DeMarco Murray in his prime. Right. All on that team. Yeah, one year he may have had T.O., which I'd like, I don't know when Garrett started with the Cowboys, but he probably had T.O. He had Jason Witten in his prime, and the furthest he's ever gone is the divisional round. Right. Yeah, I, for some reason, Jerry Jones loves him, though, so I don't... I, yeah, because he's a puppet. He's a yes man. He <laughs> won't... Like, he appeases his ego. Right. I get... I, eight and eight, though, man. It's unacceptable in... Uh, I mean, I'll happily take eight and eight. Dude, I oh, sure. love oh, eight and sure, eight. Sure, sure. Dude, I miss the land of seven and nine and You eight miss and eight. the land of mediocrity? Yeah, I the, miss uh, six and ten. I really miss six and ten. Oh. Sure, I also miss the the nine and sevens and the, sure. the 11 and fives and the Super Bowls. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I, I also miss that, but... I, small steps. Let's get to eight and eight. Let's get to five hundred first. Hold on. Let's get to six and ten first. Six and ten. Let's get to six and ten. Let's get to six and ten first. All right. Let's not overreach. I, I'm optim. I'm always optimistic. <laughs> yeah, like like the Giants this year went four and twelve. God, I can't. My brain is still trying to comprehend how bad that is. Yeah, four and twelve. Ouch. I mean, you didn't see that coming. Not surely not at the beginning of the season. I know there was question marks at quarterback. There were yeah. a lot of question marks. Uh, you were not faithful in the head coach. You vocal. I think you vocalized that in the beginning. Oh, no, I was fine with Jeremy. You were okay. I think it was his. Like it was his play calling that killed me. Like if he, I would have been fine if we kept him, but got an offensive coordinator that just worried about calling the goddamn plays. <laughs> like, we saw what happened with McAdoo. Like, we saw what happened with him. Right. Well, uh, onward and upward. Um, I mean, you know, we get to watch the playoffs at home and not have, have a stake in anything. Yeah. Like, that's always fun, but it's also kind of fun to, you know, oh, have, have team something in the invested. Yeah. Of course. Like, I love when the Giants are in the playoffs. I love when my teams are in the playoffs, but I also hate it. Because I know once Why do you we, hate it? Because I know once we get eliminated, we're going to be memed on. <laughs> like, I hate... Like, the memes are the thing I'm worried about. Right. All right. I, I hear you. For sure. So... Like, when the Yankees get eliminated, my God, it's like... Oh, that sucks, though. It's like a hot nail being driven into you well, well, that... repeatedly over and over again because everybody hates the Yankees. Well, it's it's that. It's the six-month, 162-game season that you've invested into. There's... I mean, the Yankees being in the playoffs is fun. Like, I don't know. It's the only good... I see. In well, I I watched to hopefully watch them lose, but yes, you know, as is not a everybody fan. outside of the Yankee fan base watches them to watch them lose, right, dude? Like that's I swear to God, I think Mets fans enjoy the Yankees losing more than their own team winning. Oh, for sure. Oh, no doubt about that. Oh my God, when the Mets signed Batances, oh my God. <laughs> I think I feel like they were more concerned they poached a guy from the Yankees. Right. Good luck with that, by the way. Good luck with that. Yeah, that's another 
that's another thing that like Batansis on the Mets. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm on football right now. I'm trying to. Not I know. I know. You're trying to focus. To trying to focus here at the uh, the the, the, two, the 2020 version of the Cameron Willie show. Yeah. But come on, they, they, these things all creep in. Our <laughs> fandom will not will not remain silent. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Let's look at uh, the playoff schedule. Okay, a lot of good, lot of good teams. There's going to be a oh, lot of good games God, going here. This, um, this is a thick pool, especially in the NFC. Yeah. I'm, My God, I'm I'm pretty excited about watching a lot of these games. Uh, we saw a lot of previews during the regular season. Um, so a lot of good games in Week 17. Um, uh, you know, one decided within like inches. Which was a uh, God. I miss like I remember. I turned it off with like seven oh, minutes left, man. and the Seahawks were up two possessions. I need to never stop. sleep on. The I Seahawks. need to stop doing that. I need to stop turning games off because I'm bored. Right. I went, that one definitely got and good like, at I, the end. I should do what I do with like all the college football games and just watch them through. Right. Or you could get like eight TVs and just leave them all on. <laughs> Eight TVs. Yeah. Jesus, I think all that money went to my new computer. <laughs> is that is that what you got for Christmas? Oh, I got a big... No, I'm going to talk about that after Okay, I... okay. Fair enough. So, coming up this Saturday, which uh wild card weekend, everybody. Uh, we got the Bills at the, at the Texans, and then the, uh, the evening game Titans at the Patriots, which, big question mark there. <laughs> like, this may be... Actually, this is the first time since I could ever mentally process football that the Patriots aren't uh, uh, in a first round bye. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they they lost they got lost to the Lily Dolphins this past week, which the, the, the Dolphins always beat the Patriots like once a year. They always find a way to jab them, and they did, and they did it, and it made everyone happy. <laughs> Dude, like it, it's gonna be fun to watch the Patriots on Wildcard Weekend, especially against such a hot team like the Titans. Yeah. Did this may be the first time I'm looking at the Titans as something other than a doormat? Yeah. Dude, I, I like what the Titans have put together. I've always been a fan of Ryan Tannehill, and he's like if the Cameron Mulley show was a thing in 2016 when I was 12 years old. Right. Which, thank God that wasn't a thing <laughs> when I was 12. Would have been interesting. No, but like. I I was a big fan of Tannehill. I was a big fan of the Dolphins that year, the, the year they made the playoffs. Yep. And I feel like they could have squeaked away with the playoff one if Tannehill was still. Yeah. Like, again, I've, I've always liked Tannehill. It's going to be an interesting game, though, I feel. And I'm not... The Titans have a big shot here. Very big. Like, it's an, it's even ground. Even ground. It is for once, which is nice to see. Um, and uh, yeah, I might have jinxed the Patriots. I called them in the beginning of the year. Well, I mean, how how can you not call I know. them in the beginning of the year? I know. And then, uh, yeah, Bills Texans. This is gonna be a good game as well. I, uh, I I'm pulling for every, Buffalo, man. I'm I'm pulling for Buffalo too. For Never Buffalo. in my life have have the Bills won a playoff game. <laughs> in your life. Never I, in my life. I remember. I sat through those four took, Super Bowls. It took up until I was thirteen for them to actually make the playoffs. <laughs> I sat through those four Super Bowls and uh, it wasn't pretty. You know, oh, I wasn't really wide rooting. Right. Yeah, wide, wide right, wide right, Scott Norwood. <laughs> yeah, you know the I, Mark Ingram first down. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't rooting against them, but I wasn't exactly rooting for them. But I was, I was pulling for them. 
I felt bad. Oh, Tuck. No, I feel so badly for Bills fans because they're such a... God, it was a late night last night. <laughs> like, it was... They're such a passionate group of people, like, jumping through tables. How can you not root for that fan base? Sure. It's like, exactly. Come on. Yeah. So, Imagine them at the, at the Super Bowl tailgate. It's a rough and tumble uh, town. Buffalo, I've been there. I've eaten chicken wings up there. Oh, pff, buffalo chicken wings. Yeah, it's good stuff, great. man. Heck yeah. So two very good uh, games to watch. As, as you know, we don't really make predictions here on the Cameron Willie Show. We I, let actually, the games play out. I did out. make my Super Bowl prediction way back in... Like, you, you know what prediction I made. I made Ravens 49 You did. And, uh, yeah, we may get a repeat of the, uh, the Blackout Bowl. Oh, yeah, I want to – and the Ravens and 49ers are so much better teams yeah. like now than yep. they were in 2012. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So we will see. And then uh, Sunday, Vikes-Saints, which – That's going to be good to watch, dude. The NFC, I can't wait to watch the NFC playoff games. I cannot wait to watch these games. They're just going to be so fun to watch because it's so stacked. It's thick. It could go either Juicy. way. It could come down to one play. It every could come down to one team, turnover. Every single team in that div- in that conference, except for the Eagles, is a bona fide Super Bowl yeah. contender. It could come down to uh, one bad play call. These games, you just you, you just never know. And that's one where. bad, one bad call. It could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As we saw last year in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, for and sure. I'm not one for blaming officiating. Like I'm I, for the most part. Like for the most part, I don't blame officials. Although uh, you know, this year they've been very pass interference happy <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, and uh, with all the new rules and that replays, new rule, that new rule they put in that did absolutely nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like well, one well, challenge over like thirty or yeah, something. All it did was prolong the game. Bruce and, Arians was the only one. Yep. To overturn a PI call for sure. And then uh, also Sunday at Seahawks with a crushing defeat this past weekend. Uh, versus one the yard short. I mean, not even. I mean, you could put probably fit uh, like a notebook between the like goal my line. finger. Yeah, yeah. I watched that replay over and over. And I oh, he didn't make it. He didn't make it. Yeah. Took that delay of game penalty. I, I. Yeah. Anyways, Seahawks always making these weird last minute decisions, as we saw in uh, <laughs> like when they were at the one yard line. They they had a beast mode back. We did, <laughs> and and you had him again. They had him again, and they, and they did Lay down the trail of Skittles, man. Let him, let him run it in. Dude, just let him run. Yeah. Trail of Skittles behind him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, another playoff game in the NFC, the Seahawks at the Eagles. Um, I The Eagles have a better chance in, in this sure. than a lot of people are giving them. Because I know the Eagles, they have this magic. Like, as much as I hate to say this, they are such a good story this year. When are the Eagles not a lovable underdog? Like, it, like it, tell me a time when they're not an extremely likable underdog. The team, not the fans. Right. Oh yeah, no, no, forget no. It's screw the fans. <laughs> yes, it seems like every every year they have some kind of story. Like they have some story that the media milks to death. Right. And they say, oh, you can't root against it. Yeah. Oh, you just can't help but like these lovable eagles. And I'm just like, dude, Jesus Christ, can you shut up? You want to see an underdog? Like, look at the 2007 Giants. That's an underdog. That's the underdog. I think underdog, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, other than the, uh, the you know the Lake Placid USA hockey team, oh, pff, that was just <laughs> that may have been the greatest moment in the history sure. of sports. Sure, but you know, a second, sure, I'll put the 2007 Giants for sure. <laughs> yeah, aside from the the miracle group, on ice, aside from a bunch of college kids beating a bunch yeah, pro of steroided a pros. bunch of steroided commies, yeah. I'd I'd. I'd uh, like I'd go with the 07 Giants. Yeah, if it absolutely. If it weren't for the college kids beating the roided communists, so. absolutely. But uh, yeah, Seahawks Giants. You know, maybe not that caliber of matchup, but <laughs> still, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, just yeah, we're getting into the fun part, everybody. This is where the fun begins. This is where the fun begins. <laughs> this is where the fun begins. Uh, yeah, how deep do you want to go into this? Um, I just want like a wild card weekend okay. for now. Okay, yeah, because well, we can get all of this next week once we see how this plays yeah, out. Like once, yeah, we'll look at storylines. We'll look at any stupid officiating, any stupid things that might have happened because we know one of these teams is going to do something oh, insanely man. stupid. Wow, Niners Ravens. Do you see any prospect of an upset? A major upset um, in either of these two teams? They're very very strong. The Saints have been white hot lately. They have been, for sure. I would the the big obstacle for the um for the Niners, in my opinion, is the Saints. I agree. Like when you have a hot Drew Brees, you yeah, you better watch out. You better just get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not a lot of quarterbacks in this league I'd trust more than a hot Drew Brees. Right. He's, yeah. When he's he's on, he's unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of competition there. But um, biggest obstacle in the AFC of the Ravens, it's obviously the yep. Patriots. Yeah. Well, we'll see. They got to get past Something well. seems off about the Chiefs this year. I don't know what it is. But I, I agree. I don't, like, I'm, I, I'm not banking on them as much as I did last Right. Year. I can't put my finger on it either. But, no, I, I agree. You're completely you're right on that. Yeah. like I, I, Yeah, I wouldn't, like, bet my house on the Chiefs. Yeah, I wouldn't bet anything on Andy Reid in the playoffs. Good point. How can you Excellent on, point. How can you bet on Andy Reid? Do not. Well, I won't. I will never, never in my life will I ever bet on Andy no, Reid. No, for sure. So, yeah. I'm, Although I will put my mortgage on Bill Belichick. And that, that's not changing my prediction. But, but I'll put my mortgage on Bill Belichick. Even now, in 2019, 2020. Yes, okay. I will. <laughs> okay. Right on. Um, do you have any opinions on Freddie Kitchen? So I was in Ohio over the holidays. And not, when they fired Freddie Kitchen. Yes, I was there. I was in Columbus. So it was kind of, Columbus, I feel, is kind of neutral ground between Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. So oh, you got God, all it's three. It's got to be a war zone. Yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting battle zone. But then... Everybody there roots for Ohio State, who, who, who as a oh my god, yeah, as a I as as a Michigan fan and, and alumni, this. I was silently Ooh. cheering as they got taken down harshly by Clemson. But I assume oh, you watched dude. the game. Yeah, I watched 
I regretfully missed the first half of LSU Oklahoma because oh, okay. I love Joe Burrow. Sure. Like even though I only watched like one whole game of him, I love Joe Burrow. I'm sold on him. Honestly, at this point, I'd put him above Trevor Lawrence okay. for like best tr- quarterback prospects to come out in recent years. The guy's a game changer. He threw 50 something touchdowns at LSU. He is a stud. Love Joe Burrow. Love yeah. me some Joe Burrow. Yeah, they're uh, they're gonna be. LSU's he broke every single CFP record. Yeah, and they're just LSU's just game. gonna be tough to. I, they're 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 a lock, in my opinion. I'll bet my mortgage on LSU. But yeah, that's not a that's not a that's not a tough bet to take. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. But the uh, yeah, Ohio State Clemson though, man. What a crazy game. Yes, for sure. What a crazy, crazy! Uh, game. It was a, it was very rough for like the first half. Yeah. It was a big rough game. Not, not at all what I was expecting sure. between uh, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Yep. For sure, but alas, uh, you in, know, bad play calling by Ohio State. You know, did it cost them the game? Uh, bad officiating. Yeah. Okay. Did that cost them the okay, game? As much as I don't like Ohio State that much. Um, that was a fumble. That was a fumble. Okay. That was a catch. Like I will admit, that was a catch and a fumble. Yeah. That was just. Ugh. I if I if my math is right, it looked like he took he caught the ball and took at least four steps before the the ball got. Yeah, that was out. a football move. Yeah, it counts as a football. Sure, move. that was possession, no doubt about it. Um, man, it would have changed the game. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, it would change the game. Yeah. Absolutely, that that fumble was run back for a touchdown. Yep, absolutely, and uh, yeah, I silently uh, I was able. Yeah, I was I was enjoying this game as uh, Ohio State got taken down in the last seconds of the fourth quarter. Uh, but I'm saying that just as a Michigan fan, dude. Justin Fields throwing two interceptions. That was crazy. Uh, he hadn't thrown a one over 200 attempts, something like that. Something yeah, crazy was, like that. Yeah, he was up for the Heisman, but. Personally, I'm not that sold on Ohio State quarterbacks. Right. Um, Only one I've slightly been sold on is Dwayne Haskins. Sure. And he's been okay. Like, I watched him against the Giants. He was he was solid before he got his ankle snapped enough. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that, I, yeah, that was a good game, though. Yeah. I mean, well. And this <laughs> national championship. Oh, my God. <sighs> Oh, <laughs> I said LSU Alabama was the yeah. the football game of the year. No, nope. screw that. This is it. Nope, nope. This is it. Come. This is the best college quarterback matchup I've ever seen. Yeah, ever, ever. Like I've ever seen. Not not ever. Like in the history of ever. Sure. There's probably been more, but. In terms of how they'll probably do in the NFL, this is the best I've seen in my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. For sure. God. Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow. <laughs> the ratings on this thing. This oh, yeah. Get some, yeah. Some ratings. Yeah, Monday, January 13th. Yeah, I'll be watching 8 p.m., everybody. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. I'm not going to get any sleep on that night. <laughs> no. This will be this 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 will be fun. I uh, wonder what the line is. 
I am interested, not as a betting man, but I, uh, yeah, because I, oh, all right, come on. Well, you know what? I don't bet on football. I don't bet on sports yeah. anymore. I'm very bad at it. I'm very bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, two days ago I was at a, I was at the, I got, I was at the mall for some reason in Ohio. Uh, stopped in, um, uh, it was called, it was a offshoot of the Lids, you know, the, the, the hat company. Uh, they had, it was like Lids, like locker room or something it was called. And they, I looked at one wall and it was all uh, Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham jerseys. jerseys. I, yeah, I was going to send you the picture. I oh might have God. taken it. Yeah, it was it was, <laughs> it was it was it was a whole wall of uh, yeah Browns jerseys. So yeah, it was, yeah. It was uh, I, I I I laughed because you know I know your fondness for uh, <laughs> and and Baker Mayfield jerseys, of course. Oh, oh of course, Baker Mayfield. All. Walls I thought I'd see Nick Chubb jerseys. Not gonna lie, yeah. dude. Nick Chubb has been great. Yeah, I like Nick Chubb. But uh, their season did not go as planned as well. Um, and I relished in fired. every second of it. And now there are reports coming out. No, that. hold on, hold on. I haven't done a Browns bit, but I gotta do one now. Let's do it. You're, hold on, hold on. Look up, look up the score. Okay. Hold on. Can we get the? Yeah, do you need sound effects? Yes, I Do I have the... Hang on. Keep talking. Let me... I think I have the cable right here. The Cleveland Browns to end off their hyped... Their hype-filled, insufferable season of disappointment and squirming and denial and blaming officiating and blaming everything... Defending Odell Beckham, defending stupid temper tantrums, and pretty much defending every single stupid headline that they would create. All of the come get me's. All of the I can't believe they took Daniel Jones. I can't believe this. I can't believe that. I'm really trying to run this for a while. I know. I can't find the stupid jungle thing. You might have to play it right off your phone into the. <laughs> and it it's, all. It sounds a little bit like this. In six and ten, with a closing loss. To your. To Cincinnati. <laughs> you lost to the bungle! <laughs> you lost to the bungle! You lost to the bungle! You Sad. lost! You lost to the bungle! Wait, is that the Price is Right soundboard? Do you have the uh, the losing? No, uh, no, oh. no, I, I just pulled up on YouTube. You lost the bundle. <laughs> Wait, I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> you lost the bundle. <laughs> you won up 33 points to the bundle. The bundle. The bundle. The bungles. <laughs> the two and fourteen bungle. You let them score thirty-three points. They lost to the bungle. Thirty-three points. They lost to the bungle. 
Oh, let's pull up those numbers. Oh, Baker Mayfield feeling so dangerous. Throwing three interceptions. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> I can't really talk any shit about Odell Beckham. He actually played. He actually played well. No, yeah, three catches, 81 yards, one touchdown. <laughs> But man, let's go to the Bengals. Uh, look, oh, look, God. Look at the mighty Andy Dalton. 16 for 28, one touchdown, one interception, 190 yards. Look at <laughs> look at Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is actually a really good running back. Running all over the Cleveland Browns. Joe Mixon is actually really good. Two like, rushing touchdowns, 160 like, you know, Aside yards. from the uh, domestic violence videos, I, I actually yeah, do well, like yeah, Joe yeah, Mixon. We, uh, we don't like, support that. Back, but... As a running back, I like Joe Mixon. Right. Like I could say the same thing about O.J. Simpson. Like I liked O.J. as a running back. <laughs> I mean, I can separate the artist from the art, I suppose, in some yeah. cases. Yeah, but man. Although we don't know who did it, but... <laughs> We can't deny that OJ get was out, a get good out of here. Get out of I here. I just called OJ a quarterback. Wow. You did. It's okay. God, last thing I was it's expecting okay. to talk about was OJ. I well, he was really good at running through airports, so yeah, yeah I just was, I just He was really good at running on a Bronco, just, running on a he, Ford you know, Yeah, although he wasn't really driving either, so that was AC calling, but that's all right. But who's counting? <laughs> who's like, counting? Oh man. So well, it started out good, but it yeah, it started out well for the rounds. Started out good, but, but uh, went downhill from there. So, Odell Beckham made a really good catch though during this game. Yeah, so things are a mess there in Cleveland. Yeah, but they fired their coach, and I think they'll do. Pretty you think? Well. You think so? Unless okay, unless they hire Josh McDaniels. Well, which I am praying to God they hire. Josh. Okay, this is the thing I kind of wanted to do for a while now. Okay, but. Google the uh, Google Daniel Jones's stats and Google Baker Mayfield stats. We can do that. Uh, like open the separate tab, compare them side by side. Absolutely, because this is something that I am just. Just Jones. I want to relish in this. Uh, As you should, you earn the relishment. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> Baker was the one who talked the talk. Uh, he he just did didn't indeed quite walk the walk. So, uh, there we, we can get more in depth if you want. And I just want to look at the. Would you want overall stats and stuff? Right. Yeah, there they are, right over there. Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes in three less games through. 24 touchdowns yes. and 12 interceptions. Yes. Compared to Baker Mayfield's 22 touchdowns and 21 <laughs> yes. interceptions. Jesus. 21 Christ. picks. 21 picks. That's, 21 that, picks. That's a lot of picks. That's a lot. And so um, I just want to pull up this quote again. You don't have to Google anything. I, I've got it covered. Okay. Um, All right. Hey, the, yeah, the kid beat you, my friend. The kid beat yeah, you. Yeah, like, I just want to... God, I posted a lot on this. And, uh, yeah, I, I suggest for next year... Uh... Yeah, this is Baker Mayfield, the GQ magazine. 
from August 20th. Is this your lock from, screen? Is this your wallpaper? No, no, the quote? No, no, it's not my, my wallpaper. It's okay, just a bunch okay, of random just, pictures okay, of Gibby from iCarly. Um, Gibby! Gibby! <laughs> like Baker Mayfield to GQ Magazine on August 20th. We're going to revisit this. I cannot believe the Giants took Daniel Jones. Blows my mind. Some people overthink it. What makes a good quarterback? That's where they go wrong. They forget you've got to win. I guess he forgot he had to win too. <laughs> I mean, Daniel Jones has a one lap, and he's well. He, he, and he still has a lot of problems, but he had a two to one touchdown to interception ratio. Which he did. Is, so, and how many? Think about how many quarterbacks have had um, uh, fumble problems. Sure. Like Lamar Jackson last year had the same exact problem as Jones. Yeah. Guess how he turned out. Yeah. You learn. Hold on to that ball. The guy turned into one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. But here's another quarterback that I really want to talk about. And you can just Google this on Pro Football Reference. Okay. Just look up Jameis Winston. Dude, this guy is such a fun... You spelt Jameis wrong. J-A-M... Yeah, yeah, just like... There it is, Jameis Winston. Yeah, right there. Sorry, all right. He is such... Dude, I hear people talking about how, like, he's a terrible quarterback and how they, people just don't like Jameis Winston. Right. Look dude, at the numbers, dude, though, I man. I love Jameis Winston. Look at the numbers. 5,109 yards, 33 touchdowns. 30, yeah. 30 interceptions. Dude, I love Jameis Winston. Dude, I God, I, I would take cannot... Jameis Winston any day, man. Did I love famous Jameis. He's such a fun quarterback to watch. Like he's so interesting. Yeah, he's so four touchdowns three times this season. And he's so fun. Like, I love watching him. Like, it's so fun hearing what stat line he had today. He had a game like four touchdowns, three interceptions, right? Four hundred fifty-six yards. It's like, dude, I love him. Like and also another good thing that comes with like Jameis Winston is the Jameis Winston memes. It's just um, God, I I hope to God I screenshot this. Crap, I didn't. But I think I saw one. Oh yeah, meme. here they are. Yeah, there's a whole ton of them. I, I think I saw one meme where it was like imagine Jameis Winston and other careers like imagine just like a daycare owner <laughs> the, at the end of the day the kid's either dead or fluent in Chinese right no yeah you don't between. you don't know what you're gonna do yeah the meme like to the way to the right fourth one to the right on the top row oh this one yeah imagine Jameis uh, Winston and other careers like he runs a daycare where you drop off your kid and at the end of the day he's either dead or fluent in Chinese no in between and it's 50-50 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Dude, I love Jameis Winston music. I love Jameis Winston as a quarterback. Dude, everybody talks about how, like, oh, he's a turnover machine, which, yeah, there's no question. He throws interceptions like no tomorrow. But he is so, so fun to watch. Like, everybody calls him a turnover machine. Like, dude, he's a gunslinger. You know who else was a gunslinger? Brett Favre. Yeah, worked out for him. <laughs> Dude, like, like, I remember I tweeted this. Like, I retweeted something. And I remember I tweeted um my comment about it. I was like, well, he's a gunslinger. That's what he is. 
He throws the ball deep. It's either a touchdown or an interception. Yeah. Well, he threw more touchdowns than interceptions. Barely. Barely. But it worked out for him. He had a 30-30 season. Dude, that is just so funny. Now, I love Jameis Winston. Yeah. Like, I've always liked him. Like, as a quarterback, I've always liked him. But even now, he's just so interesting and so fun. Right. <laughs> like, I was, like, every single time I'm in a Discord call and everybody starts bashing Jameis. It's like, dude, he's... It's fun. Like, dude, it's so fun. I love Jameis. Dude, we're 5,000 yards. Dude, we've never seen this. Yeah, 5,000. And the thing is... The serious part about it is if he cleans up the turnovers, if he throws like be unstoppable, if he threw like cuts the interceptions in half, right? He's gonna be a superstar, right? Maybe think for a second before you throw that ball downfield. <laughs> like, Dude, what? Yeah. He's a gunslinger. I know he's a gunslinger. Just I realize that, but yeah, like nobody threw more interceptions than Brett Favre. Just... Good point. Good point. You know what you're getting into. Hopefully you win out on the uh, on the winning end. Uh, touchdown instead of interception. Yeah. Ah <laughs> uh, man, I love yeah, it. So um, I love it. Anyway, do I have anything else I want to talk about in football? Uh, let's let's pivot over to baseball. Just... All right. I'm trying to see if there were any. Um, anything since, happened over the uh, the holiday? Since we since we um. Last recorded, um, Hyunjin Ryu signed with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, that's right. Good luck up there with their weird... <laughs> their weird-looking stadium. Yes. Although it actually is a nice stadium. Yeah. I. It's not one of my bucket list stadiums, but no. it's, it's a solid stadium. I've, um, I've been outside of it. I didn't really feel like going in, and it wasn't... Was it during the season? I can't remember. I was there a long time ago. Although, like, one thing, the thing I want to get into about this Hinge and Ryu signing is the Blue Jays are going to be pesky to take care of. I know. They do this every year, though, where they sign a bunch of pretty good free agents, and it never really pans out for them, in my opinion. I love seeing them go down. I love seeing them, uh, when, uh, what's his face, Andropolis, or would have, like, dump all this money. And uh, and it wouldn't pan out. I don't. I, I don't. Even, I don't like the Blue Jays because Cito Gaston didn't put Musina in the. Uh, the was it the '92 All Star game in Baltimore? Oh, <laughs> was it '92 or '94? I can't remember what year that was. Oof. But yeah. Anyways, that's a that's a long running grudge. Uh, but well, yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> like the Blue Jays, you, you won't be- I can see them being a sneaky. I see them not being exactly a playoff contender, but a but in the hunt for for um, a playoff spot. Say until like mid, like early September, I can see them being in the mix for right. that second wild card spot because another year of growth for Vlad, Bo, and right, Biggio uh, is going to yeah. be. That's yeah, they're they're dangerous. They're gonna be a freaking murderous yeah, role. Vlad Guerrero. They already and, oh, are. Okay. Guerrero and Bichette are turning into Yankee killers, which God help me if I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to deal with that for the next twenty years. Yes, you will. <clears throat> yeah, I see him becoming an Evan Longoria kind of guy. Oh man. I love where yeah, in clutch situations, bam. 
home run yeah. double in the gap. Like, bottom of the ninth. Like, I completely expect in the ninth inning, Guerrero is going to be up in all those situations. I'm going to be like, crap, it's this guy. So that's uh, that's funny. Ryu wears ninety nine. So they're 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 just making Gretzky quotes. <laughs> like, come on, but come on. Wow. So four years, eighty million dollars. So that's that's fairly reasonable for him. Yeah, he's he had an ERA under three. He's solid. solid yeah, pitcher. good move. Good move for the Blue Jays. Can't really say anything about that. Rio um, is a he's a good pitcher. Look, they're they're quoting Boris, who's a deal for clients this offseason. Now have topped one billion dollars. I tell okay. you, if, there, if there's any, there's a real winner from the uh, the uh, the 2019 2020 uh, I'm 2020 you, If there is any sports agent that's that should be in the Hall of Fame, yeah, it would be Boris because yeah. that guy helped baseball's economy grow, right. Yeah, he helped the economy in general grow. Jesus, like orchestrating over a billion dollars in contract, that's got to make ripples. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just baseball. I'm talking about like the economy, economy. Right. Jesus, dude, a billion dollars. That's 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 a lot of money. So, to say uh, the least. yeah, just for reverend, uh, 14 to 5 in 2019, 2.32 ERA, 182 and two thirds innings pitched. Second in the NL Cy Young voting. So, hey, um, he's going to be 33. Old. At 33, it's not that bad for a pitcher. He's a soft-tossing lefty. Yeah, I I doubt age is going to derail him. Yeah, got those young agent genes. Yeah. <laughs> I can attest to that. Like, he can throw. Like, he'll be throwing 94 when he's, like, in his 40s. Right. The guy still looks like he's in his 20s. He does. So, yeah, fastball's 90 miles an hour. Nothing crazy, but... Yeah, like I feel like location. But, but one thing I don't feel calling. like he's going to do that well against the Yankees because if it's one pitcher that the Yankees love to tee off on, it's soft tossing sure. lefties. I've, I've I remember seen it. when I remember when Ryu pitched against the Yankees last year in Dodger Stadium. Um, yeah, they they bludgeoned him. I've seen it. Uh, I don't know if you remember a Orioles pitcher by the name of Bruce Chudd. They left off of him. <laughs> okay, Which what, killed what Orioles pitcher haven't the well, Yankees teed off good on? Good point. Like, what Orioles pitcher haven't they teed off good, on? Like, come on. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, Why are all the soft-tossing lefties Asian? <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I, name me an Asian power pitcher. Nation power like ninety nine miles an hour. Right? Yeah, I can't. I can't think. Shohei Otani can throw triple digits. So. Good point. He also blew out his uh, his freaking elbow doing the, doing that. But uh, he's an anomaly. Be, like he'll be back. He'll be back. I, I like Otani. Yeah. Um, I want any other signings. Um, you, oh, did, did you want the Yankees to sign? I want. I want the Yankees to sign Otani. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said, every. Uh, I mean, I haven't gone on record saying this, but every single World Series team needs to have at least one good Asian player. I I agree. One good Asian player at least. I can get behind that. Uh, the Yankees had Matsui. They did. Great player. And even the Yankees now. I hated they, him. Not like, hated him. I, I feared him. Yeah. I feared him. It's Godzilla. Yes. How can you not fear someone who is nicknamed Godzilla I feared in Ma- Japan? I definitely feared Matsui. 
<laughs> like every single time he'd step up to the plate, it's like Godzilla. Yeah, and it looked like whenever he hit those monstrous home runs, it looked like he wasn't even trying. He had that that weird stand up stance. <laughs> he had that weird swing and just like boop. It looked like you just flick. It would flick it out. And I'm like, dang it. And then like I mean, <laughs> he was nicknamed Godzilla For in Japan. Yes, which Godzilla in Japan is way further than I even regard him. Sure. Like I've been, there's this video clip on YouTube where it's like Avengers Endgame, like like you know the clip where it's um where it's like on your left, yes, like that. Anthony Mackie, yes, Falcon. Instead of that, it's um it's like Cap just sitting there, like putting his finger on the earpiece, and then it's just like, and instead of on your left, it's just like in the distance, just a Godzilla roar, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then like it cuts to a clip. Of like him, like in King of the Monsters, is him like, like stop, like boom, boom, and then roaring. Like I swear, you can put Godzilla in any movie, and it, it makes will it become better. Infinitely better. I agree. I agree. Well, you guys had Chen Ming Wong a couple years, not a couple years, like ten years ago, <laughs> till he screwed up his foot on that third base. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, yeah, that was. Anyways, that's yeah. Sorry, I'm revisiting the past here, but yeah, I agree with you. Every good team should needs one Asian. Yeah, I mean the Yankees they have Tanaka. Yeah, which I've called him the gone on record calling him the Japanese Andy Pettit. Yeah, without the HDH, but yes, hopefully <laughs> <laughs> that guy doesn't do steroids. He he's not big enough to do steroids. No, like his. His um his jersey looks too baggy on him. <laughs> Good point. Um, I'm going over to baseball trade rumors to see if anything else is going on. Yeah, if anything, like God forbid, something happened. Nah, yeah, not nothing, nothing crazy that I could see. Like the Mookie Betts and Francisco Lindor rumors fell flat. Sure. Like unfortunately, too, it would have been awesome to see those guys moved. I would have loved to have seen Betts moved to the Dodgers. It's like that's the. It's not too late, is it? I mean, I'm hearing rumors about him possibly going to the Dodgers, but yeah. when did the Dodgers ever follow through on big moves? Now? Right. I'm talking about now, not talking about back then. I know. In the days of like Manny Ramirez. Right. And- right. Here we'll sign everybody. Yeah. Here, let's hand out Manny wigs to everybody. <laughs> Anyways, like, I've wanted to, like, pivoting topics like, okay. completely. This is something I kind of wanted to address since we're kind of running short on time here. Um, I, like I mentioned, like, like, Christmas presents that I got. And one of the Christmas presents that I got was a Nintendo 64. Wow, old school. Yeah, I've always liked these old school consoles. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted a Nintendo 64 ever since I was like in second grade. And every single year, I keep forgetting to ask my mom. And then and then one in this year, she was like, oh, yeah, what do you want for Christmas? What, uh, did you get the sta- the black one, the standard black console? <laughs> yeah, I just got the standard, no funny business. And I got Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart, and Smash Brothers. Nice. Classics. And um, I want to talk about like Goldeneye's my, next, my friend. Like Goldeneye, I I don't want to play a shooter on the Nintendo oh, 64. Oh, it's good. It's a classic, man. Like I I want to uh, talk about my kind of 
experience with Mario 64. Okay. I'm going to see if I can undo anything. Wait, so I don't think I can undo it. Wait, no. Crap, I can't. So um, I had a whole note thing written out for my experience with Mario 64, but it was just... I got finally ganged to play it. It was... It... Like, when I... When I my first like run through when I beat Bowser, I got I got only beat it with fifty stars. Didn't even play half the levels. I just really you wanted just ran to do, through. Like I just really wanted you to do through. that backwards long jump glitch. <laughs> okay. Like you know what I'm talking. about, I right? do. Yes. <laughs> like you just scroll through a Nintendo Power magazine, you see oh somebody found out how to beat Mario sixty four right, with only fifty yep. stars. <laughs> but. I just That's a cool present like, though. God, it was just in like when I like when I beat it with fifty stars, like when I was looking through the credits, like I saw, oh my god, I didn't play I didn't play this level, I didn't play that one. Like, oh my god, I didn't I forgot to play Hazy Maze Cave. <laughs> but like some takeaways that I have from it um are <laughs> He's playing a bunch of, oh my god, wet dry world. I did not like wet dry world. Um But I some levels that I did like like the levels that I took away as immediate classics. Um Bob on Battlefield, right. Womp's Fortress, and Jolly Roger Bay. My personal opinion. Um, Womp's Fortress is the best level in a Mario game ever. And I will go to my ever-loving grave saying that. But, um... Like... I'm just pulling up maps here. But Jolly Roger Bay is the best... Um, water level in any video game ever. Um, Bob on Battlefield is the best first level in any video game ever. Yeah. Hazy Maze Cave is the best underground level yeah. in any video game. Um, and another funny thing that I took away from, like, the gameplay is the controls were amazing and it's even better than something that a big publishing company like Activision or um, Bethesda or any sure. big big studio like that. <laughs> A Mario game from 1996 yep. trumps all of them smoothly than every yep. single one of them. It's it was amazing, and when I first beat it, I initially thought Odyssey was better because I didn't like the camera angles. But then when I sunk my teeth into the game, when I really played it, played it, that was when the magic started right. kicking in. And I'm playing this. I'm like, oh, my God. And the funny thing about it is games, when growing up, I, the games I grew up with were drastically easier than this. Oh, sure. Like, well, playing I mean, this, there were levels that I will, if anybody ever mentions them, I will start grinding my teeth together. Right. That is how mad I am at them. Um, like if you mention the words snowman's land or shifting sand land, right? I will 
immediately. Oh god, don't even Google it. Oh, oh, oh. sorry. Oh, oh god. Oh, oh, there's Snowman's Land. Oh, oh god. Oh, there it is. Oh. God, I hate the part where you have to like walk behind the penguin and you have to deal with ice physics. And if you walk like a tiny bit Whoop, further off, away yep. from the penguin, you, you, you get blown off. And I'm just like, like the snowman like blows. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> then you get blown away and your hat falls off. Like that's another thing that just irritates you. Just like, uh, oh God, just don't even get me started on snowman's land. Right. <laughs> Like, I don't think anybody in their right mind played this level and said, huh, I had a genuinely good time with that. <laughs> Just no. Snowman's Land was created by evil aliens. To yes, to uh, just, frustrate humans. Yeah, to, to, just like, frustrate to humans. weaken them so when they invade. Yes. Like, there are... Like, there are two types of ice levels, in my opinion, in any game, and Mario games in particular. There's the ones that are flawless and amazing, like Shiverburn Galaxy in Mario Galaxy 2. Um, um, some other levels, like, um, yeah, Shiverburn Galaxy is the only ice level I've ever really liked. <laughs> like, there's two kinds of ice levels. The ones that are really, really good, and the ones that make you want to <laughs> punch a hole in your TV. Yes. And Snowman's Land goes into the punch a hole in your TV okay. kind of category. <laughs> wow. So you got Mario Kart, yeah, um, which is a classic. Yeah, Mario Kart 64. Um, I say that Mario Kart Wii is the most broken Mario Kart ever, which I still wholeheartedly say it is. God, I remember like growing up. I would just go down into the basement because that was where the Wii was. Like at six in the morning on weekends, I'd go downstairs. <laughs> and just start? And just play Mario Kart Wii. And no, no, I wouldn't actually play the game. I would go into time trials and try to pull off these stupid glitches for half an hour. Okay. God, Coconut Mall was the, the worst. And Coconut Mall, Wario's uh, Gold. Mario 64, a four-player action, man. Now, Mario 64 wasn't four-player action, Or no. Mario Kart, Mario Kart like, 64. I, I, it only came with one controller, but I'm going to get more controllers. Oh, yeah. Mario Kart 64. Well, they... Man, you have a deep library of games like, that you're going to acquire I have, as like, well. Oh, my God. I'm... Like, I got Luigi's Mansion 3 on Christmas morning, and I didn't even, like, start that. Oh, yeah. You got so many... So much... It's like starting a whole new season of a... Like, a TV show or something, man. Oh yeah. Like in terms That's of cool, though. in terms of Mario sixty four, I'm not gonna get the hundred twenty stars for it's gonna be a few years until oh my god, and the cartridge it has the old ESRB rating of not E for everyone, but it's like K to A. <laughs> right. Come on. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's 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 awesome. Right. That's hilarious. That's a that's a cool present, man. Yeah, that that's not even getting into the supercomputer that I got. Wow. All right, so you double whammy this uh, holiday season. Oh, yeah. I got... And I didn't even do Hanukkah this year. <laughs> wow. What, uh, what are the specs on this machine real quick? Um, It's got an i7. Okay, nice. But the i7 graphics processor. card is what sets it apart from everything else. It's 
an RTX 2080. Bam. Yeah. Okay. That thing. Go NVIDIA. Look at this thing, man. It looks like a jet engine. Yeah. That thing came packed in to the computer. Wow. All right. MS, MS, look at that thing, man. That's expensive, too. Nice. Let's dude, just look at the specs it, here. No, look at the specs on the... Uh, just Google the Corsair 1 i45. All right. Thing is a beast. That is the uh, that's the beast, right there, there, there she is. Uh, is a thing of beauty. Wow. Oh, it's gorgeous. Thing runs Destiny two at two hundred FPS. Wow. I got Optifine. I got Minecraft with Optifine, and it with shaders and with the super. Realistic looking shaders. Things still runs at like two hundred. Right. Dude, this thing's a beast. Wow. All right. I'm a little Nothing jealous here. Of a beast. I'm a little jealous. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. That's pretty badass. Yeah. This is a gorgeous, gorgeous machine. All right. It's too bad you have to leave your house every so often. But yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you have everything you need. Yeah, this is going to be my... And now you've added an N64 to your arsenal? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, my room is a bunch of wire hell. But thank God I'm going to be moving soon. So, like, I'm just going to be... Like, I'm going to organize all my shit. So, Good luck. it's not I, wire hell. I said that, too, here. And you can see how, how, how many wires are in this place. But it all works. I know where everything is. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like where I am right now. Like, I'm looking in my room... And, like, it's, like, I look at it, and it's just, like, ugh, like, all of the wires and all of the, like, and I have a bunch of stuff, like, I have, like, I have schoolwork that I did, like, freshman year on that, on that table, and, like. Yeah, you know where it is. Like, old geometry math problems. You know where it is, just in case, you never know. What if I... I'm thinking about bringing it into school tomorrow. Just be like, hey, I forgot to turn this yeah, in yeah, last here, year. Can, uh, yeah, can you grade this for me? Yeah, can you can you give me like, can you round this thing up to an A? Yeah, that'd be real nice of you. That's yeah, awesome. Just like bring it in. That's awesome. Right on, man. Well, I'm glad it went well for you. Oh, like every single year, like I always think, hey, I'm not going to get that much for Christmas, and, yeah, then, and then lo and behold, boom. I get this. Yeah, I'm like Jesus. Yeah, well, that'll keep you occupied. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that this thing's gonna be able to. Like, it plays all the games I want at the speeds that I want it to. Yeah. And I and it can I can plug a controller in. So I had, so like I, I tried playing Destiny Two PvP on that thing with mouse and keyboard. Right. And if you've ever experienced hell, because the thing is, when you use a mouse and keyboard, there's an actual skill gap. You have to actually do this thing called be good at the game. Sure. Which, um, you know, with me, I, that's not really my my gig. So, sure. Even with the mouse doing, you know, 180s, if someone's shooting behind you, a little easier than joysticks, in my opinion. Oh, no. But. Oh, no. Mouse and keyboard. Oh, no. I think it may have been just... I've been playing on controller oh, for, okay. like, the last five years. So you gotta get used years. to it, like, relearning the game. Like, on... Like, in PvE, I use mouse and keyboard. Like, it's so fun. <laughs> like, it's so fun to play a game that I've 
known for like ever since I was in fifth grade. Sure. Like, even as a sophomore in high school, being able to play it at like 100 frames and at insane graphics yeah. quality. And like when I um, I'm thinking like when I have friends come over and hang out, I'm gonna download like horror games. It's like that's where I get most of my fun out of horror games. Like you know the franchise Five Nights at Freddy's. Sure, of course. Like when I play that alone, I don't like playing it alone. Number one, I'm a wuss, <laughs> and number two, it's not as fun. Right. I remember playing Five Nights at Freddy's with my friends, dude. It's so fun. <laughs> like some of the characters in that game are so creepy. Like look up Five Nights at Freddy's Spring Trap. That thing gives me nightmares. There he is. Like, look at that thing. Look at that. Uh, yeah, how would you like to run into that in the middle of the yeah, night? And, and the and the scariest part about it is there's a corpse in that thing oh okay hey that's also another animatronic you should look up is nightmare just named nightmare yeah i remember christmas eve night 2014 i thought of that thing in my head and i'm like yeah i'm not sleeping tonight Dude, five nights of freddy's four that was that's awesome <laughs> those things were terrifying it's awesome. like i never played the five nights of freddy's games i just watched markiplier play right them. Right on. 200 frames a second. All right. 200 frames a Love second it. on Destiny 2. All right, you're good. Like, another game I started playing. Again, it's like, I'm on a Discord server with a bunch of people, and they were playing, oh, yeah, we're playing Club Penguin Rewritten. I'm like, what? Yeah, a lot of them, yeah. Like, I, next thing you know, I was playing Club Penguin oh, until man. 1 in the morning. It, Club Penguin was awesome, but I forgot the password to my, I forgot oh, everything about you my old account. Do you make a new one or you recover it? I made a new one. All right. It's easy. Like I was just doing it to, to just chill out and just. I love it. Right on, man. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a good start to the new decade. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Uh, stick with us, good. everybody. We got a lot coming up. Yeah. Super Bowl preview coming up soon. Super Bowl extravaganza. You know what we're doing. Yep, we did it last year to uh, great reviews. Yeah, so we'll be back. The- Yep. And uh, follow along on Twitter, on Instagram. Along on Twitter. Um, the website. Look at my website. I write articles. And telling you this year, 2020, the 2020s as a whole, this decade, it's going to be a big year. Yeah, we'll get water bottles. We'll get, uh, yeah, I love it. We'll get water bottles. We'll get t-shirts, hoodies, sweatpants. Yeah. Cutoffs. Yeah, whatever. That, man. That's one piece of merch I really want to make. It's just cut off sweat sweatshorts. Sweatshorts. All right, cut off sweatshorts. All right, we'll make it happen. I love it. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I'll have my social media, my website, my Discord server in the description, link down below, and from Ming Chen and the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. For the first time in 2020, stay classy, New Jersey.